0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $100 at Winbet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today.
1: Hello ho DeGenerinos, and welcome back to another action-packed, exciting adventure, the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 209. It's uh, dedicated to one of our friends in Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, Ryan H. He uh, sent me a nice message, um, complimenting me and the show. So this goes out to Ryan H., one of the good guys, and one, one of our friends in the, in the Discord. So if you're not on the Discord yet, get in there and have some fun with us. Um, I would be Jeff Chalks Fox, one of your hosts here, one of our friends gave me that Chalks nickname, and I have run with it every week since. So, um, this is one of our famous episodes. It was in, it was infamous for a couple weeks, but it's become famous once again. It's the Dana White Container Series episode. We only got two weeks left, sadly, just when things started getting good too. Um, our Gumby God is back, Daniel Gumby Reeland. People, John is already. Uh, excited, salivating over the thoughts of this episode, so we should get cracking on it right away. Um, this man knows everything about contender series, and he has shown it over the past few weeks. He went five and zero last week, went four hundred and two dollars uh, over the past three weeks. He's twelve and two, so pretty amazing. If you take out your bad weeks, Dan, you're sixteen and three. You're nineteen and four. <laughs> if, if we eliminate, Can we take out three, those those two or three
0: weeks. weeks in the middle. Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's Dan. It's Gumby God. Gumby Vreeland. Hello.
0: Yeah, last week was so good, though, because you've,
1: you've never gone five and zero, I don't think.
0: I, I don't know if I have either, but it wasn't just the five and oh, it's just that like everything that I suggested just seemed to be perfect. Like I, I, even the one that I felt the worst about picking where I was like, oh, uh, this guy's going to win, but he's the worst fighter uh, in this fight and he's going to get beat up And sure enough. He was beat. He got the hell beat out of him in the first round. Came back and won. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, all that feels really good, and now it makes me want to just do it again.
1: Yep, five and zero, and everybody got contracts too, right? I think
0: they 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 did all get contracts. But like to be fair, this time they all deserved
1: them. Okay, if you if you say so, sure. I I mean, the only someone did. Hmm, I'm trying to think.
0: Are you talking about uh, what's his name that uh, I I was just saying was the the one who is not particularly the. The best fighter yeah, on uh, the
1: card. Nah, he, he did all right. I'm trying. What was the female fight again? Was that one good? Oh, oh she yeah. head kicked. There was a head kick. Oh, yeah, kick yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. No, I was thinking a week out. before. Of course. Hey, of course. Hey, yes. Hey, yes, no. Hey, you can't. Yeah, yeah. No, no if, if,
0: somebody, if somebody were to not get a contract off a week, <laughs> it certainly should have been Trevor Peak who got the crap. Oh, I thought you were going to say
1: off a, off a head kick, then there's something going on. Oh,
0: yeah. no, no, no. <laughs>
1: but,
0: put yeah, a Brazil and and. Shout out Br- Bruna Brazil. Like, I think she is going to do damage at strawweight,
1: personally. Yeah, she looked very good. Yeah, and very athletic. Come,
0: and- coming off of, you know, like, and she's got wins over, like, decent people, too. Like, she, she's got a good win on LFA coming into this one. And, and then, you know, like, not for anything, uh, Martin Man has beaten some really tough people. And the only two losses Bruna Brazil has... Our, her U, our pro debut back in 2014, she lost to Ariane Carnelosi. Yep, Certainly, really she, yeah, yeah. And then her third fight, she lost, or our fourth fight rather, she lost to Jessica Del Which, if you don't, if you don't know the name Jessica Del she's the atomweight champion of the world for Invicta, who we'll be talking about fighting next, uh, or a week from Wednesday.
1: There you go. It all ties together like a Seinfeld episode, Dan. Everything's tied together. There you go. There you go. Uh, thoughts on this week before we, we jump into it? Week nine, two uh, weeks left. This is the second last week, and then we're going bid to it, bid it farewell for another year. So I'm always a
0: uh, little bit touch and go with what I see out of heavyweights. Uh, yep. So you'll see me being kind of off on that. But th- there's a lot of promise in these these guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Oh, very good. All right. Well, I'm going to make you look forward to it a little little while longer. So i got to tell you about important things like win bet think of joining win bet now's the perfect time new customers about hundred dollars get hundred dollar free bet maybe you can use that money to buy some wd-40 or a new chair one or the other plus the win bet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100 percent deposit bonus up to eight thousand dollars plus win bet has their own same game parlay feature just click on the game you, you like select build your own bet and start building a monster parlay so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sports winbet slash So they know that we sent you that sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today, offer subject to change terms conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Thank you for not selling my joke. I appreciate it. (laughs) I
0: I was on mute right after Uh, I let the chair creak because I was worried about it creaking again. (laughs) Too late. Too late.
1: Elias Sports Bureau, it's not too late for that. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here as we're finishing off week two and getting ready for week three to kick off uh, and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy teams. You need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. This app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights from the renowned research team. This app really is a one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting fantasy lineups each week, and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and coworkers. And new features are available all the time, like player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. The Elias insights helps me know that my game strategy is backed by numbers, not just intuition. I am big on numbers. So this is... Very important. Uh, NFL season is here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. That's E L I A S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe: get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use my promo code SGPN. Find the Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Play Store today, and use my promo code SGPN. And finally, for now, Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo. TV. fubo tv gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with nfl red zone plus games of 4k at no extra charge over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable watching all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with an included cloud-based dvr plus there's no contract no commitment and you can cancel at any time right now you can try fubo tv free for seven days and get 15 percent off your first month just go to fubo sgp that's fubo f-u-b-o tv dot.com/sgp sgp I kind of like uh, started going into a Mitch Hedberg thing there. Do you notice that? Do you know, are you are a Mitch Hedberg fan? Dan? I'm a huge
0: Mitch Hedberg fan. I, I, just,
1: I, I, I fell into a rabbit hole of his in the week and I started talking like him there by accident too. So
0: that, that, that's a that's a good rabbit hole to fall into as it far is. as stand up comedians. Uh, Mitch Hedberg's one of my absolute favorites.
1: Fantastic. I went to a store to uh, get a candle holder. They didn't have any, so instead I got a cake. Yeah,
0: the, perfect perfect, perfect. Yeah, and the the, the, delivery, but yeah. the donut receipt one is <laughs> yes. I, I know it's his favorite it's like his most famous one and it's maybe like lame for me to think that that's the best one it is the best one though there's a reason it's the most famous is it's great
1: uh, yep. yep this is a Mitch Hedberg podcast but maybe someday we will do one it will, that would be fun alright yeah, you can't um, really this, gamble on that <laughs> no No, he does have jokes about gambling though so um, sure. alright he's not addicted to playing blackjack he's addicted to sitting in a semicircle. <laughs> That's, That's better when he does it. Trust me, everybody. All right, Contender Series Week Nine, Tuesday, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. Let me check. Apex. Let me see. Is it still a cage or is it something fun? Phone booth. It's a phone booth this week. They're fighting in Dan.
0: Not, not, not a convertible.
1: Nope. Did you see the uh, more videos? Phone booth fighting videos have gone up. I
0: recently. saw. Yes, I saw so. some. I saw some like convertible grappling, and for some reason they're wearing <laughs> yeah. like they're wearing like tuxedos. I don't know why. No, they're they're like tuxedos, but no shoes.
1: And oh, it was, very- well, of course you can't have shoes when you are grapple. Come on. Well, you can't have tuxedos when you're grappling. Oh, what? Can you? Isn't that, isn't that I, what a gi is? Isn't I don't a know. Gi a tuxedo, I don't, basically? I don't really, <laughs> I don't really
0: believe in gi. <laughs> you're a no
1: gi guy. Um, yeah, no more phone booth. Uh, Russian guys beating each other up in phone booths. It's always fun. All right. Um, this one is. I, I was kidding everyone. It's, it's in a cage. Ha ha ha. Not just a cage. It says cage, but they're incorrect. UFC should get on tabology's case here. It is not a cage, Dan. It is a octagon.
0: Yeah, they they like to uh they they like to to make sure we all know the shape of it. Do, do you <laughs> yep. real real quick? This is a, a weird side note. Have you noticed that other promotions? it's not so much anymore, but back in the day, really loved having just like a slightly different shape than an octagon yeah. in like talking about it. Like, I think, I think it was when it was still world series of fighting and it wasn't uh PFL yep. when it was still called world series of fighting. They talked a lot about it being a decagon. Yeah. Was, I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was so dumb. And, and it's now they like, talk about their smart cage instead.
0: Yeah. Man. Which is better than, than, called, than like, <laughs> adding two sides to it and being like, Ooh, we have something different. <laughs> I
1: know. Get a moat. Like I said in the past, if you're going to do something, you may as well get them out with sharks. I mean, if and you,
0: right. you want to be weird, be weird with less sides, right? Like a, yeah, exactly. a, square, a square would be wild.
1: Joe Rogan thinks they should do it in a football field, man. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That would be very exciting for TV. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, people, uh, um Killing time on a football field, refusing to engage—that would be great. All right, this one is in a cage. 8 p.m. Like I said, we're going to start off with some flyweights, some little guys. It's a Hoybert. We talked about Hoybert before, did we not? Hoybert Aceveda. Have we talked about Ho- this Hoybert, or is it a yeah. different Hoybert I'm thinking of?
0: This is the same Hoybert, uh, and it's Roybert because he is. Uh, no, 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 no. We 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 talked about him being Venezuelan and not Brazilian, which is which makes him right which makes them Roybert. Um, I don't think you can just lump them all into the same group. Um, and we're also going to be talking about, uh, actually, if, if you're a fan of top turtle MMA, my other podcast, you will have already heard the voices of three of these fighters.
1: In wow. Fact. Yeah. It's, it's I forgot to, I forgot to plug you last episode. That must've killed you. I forgot to say top turtle last episode, didn't I? No,
0: uh, I think you said it. I think you said okay. it.
1: All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
0: If you well, didn't, I didn't even notice, so...
1: Perfect, okay. perfect. No, I usually don't, because um, you don't have a new episode dropping into, until we drop another one. But anyhow, we're getting off to the sides again. So, Hoibert, we talked with him because he's... Is this an LFA guy, I think, right?
0: Uh, no, he's a Titan FC guy.
1: Okay, okay. Close enough. He's fighting Jafel Jaff, Filo, we have not talked about. It's probably Hafel, actually. Is that half L? Are uh, the J's if, H's in, in Portuguese no, as well? No, just,
0: just, just ours. And that's uh, If it's
1: Spanish. Oh, that's right, Josie.
0: Josie yeah, Aldo.
1: Yeah. All right, Philho. Filho. Uh, no relation to me, Jeff. All right, I'm going to tell you about Echeverria first. The Unbroken. 7-0. It's true. He has not been broken unless he plays tennis, then maybe he's been broken. Four knockouts, one hey, submission. That's hey, that's tennis joke, one. everybody. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> 7-0, four knockouts, one submission. Pro grappler as well two years younger than phil ho plus 170 phil ho is the pastor is he a pastor dan have we looked into this or uh he
0: he does so i don't know if he is a pastor but in one of the fights i recently watched of him um you know how like boxers have their names on the tops of their their pants um he had shorts like that in one of the fights i watched of his but it just said jesus
1: so maybe he stole (laughs) it from someone named jesus Do you ever think of that I think I think that's wrong, but I you <laughs> know it could be right. <laughs> it could be right. All right, I just want to make sure he it was it wasn't like stolen stolen uh, honor and he really isn't a pastor. But anyhow, he's the pastor. Thirteen and two, four knockouts, eight submissions. So he finishes lots of people for a flyweight. He's been submitted one time in his career. He's won four straight fights all via finish. So he is on a roll. Used to fight a bantamweight. He's got two inches of height on Echeveria. I don't have. We basically we don't get um, reach info unfortunately for most of these fighters unless they fought in a like a big UFC type or contender series type promotion so I can't get you that info Um usually the taller guy's got a longer reach though uh, minus one ninety for Philho tell us about these gentlemen other than their shorts so it, it yeah,
0: other than their shorts um it, it's actually not real easy to find uh, footage on Philho uh, I dug a little bit and found some through some other channels and some people who I know who just have like weird films saved in places. Um, but like from what I could see of Vi, he doesn't look like your usual Nova you now guy because he is a nova you now guy. Um, in that like it, it doesn't seem like his hands are the first thing he wants to do. Uh, he, he does throw hands, but he he likes to grapple and I will say when he winds up being the guy defending the grappling, he winds up not doing so well. Like he prefers to be the person attacking and doesn't do so well as the person defending. But that being said, you know, in his last four fights, he's finished every single one of his opponents all with the exception of one, all through pretty much taking him down and either submitting him or ground and pounding him uh, And early in the fights. Um, the, the level of opponent kind of varies. There there was one guy in there who was O and O um, you know, there's a couple other guys who are like nine and six ish. Um, so like he's had kind of a mixed reaction there and, and I'm not quite sure what to make of it. And you could say kind of the same thing about Roy Hoybert Echeverria. I'll say Hoiber if you want Hoiber <laughs> Echeverria. He, um, he's got great power in his hands, um, and, and a really good boxer and it's fun to watch him and he's fast but the level of opponent just really terrible. Like, let me just read off for you that what you've seen him fight. His debut was against a two and five guy. He followed that up with one and one, two and 15 was next <laughs> three and oh, which winds up being the tough one in here. Then yep. two and 17. Oh, oh, and two in 12 and eight. Uh, so like either three and oh, or 12 and eight are the guys and he didn't really look all that good against the guy who's 12 and 8 either. He got hit a lot. But here's the thing all that being said, I'm still taking Royber Echeverria. Oh, swerve. He swerved. And here's, us. and here's why I don't think he looks that good in like defending like the shot, like getting hit. Like, I, I think he's easy to counter, which is a big problem for him in the long run, especially at flyweight. But he's also really fast. He's really powerful and he's really creative on the feet. And I've seen that he has, I'm not going to say great, because I haven't seen a really great person trying to take him down, but he's got above average takedown defense. And with Philo, I think Philo is going to want to lean on that takedown game, because like I said, he's not your usual Nova you now guy who like blasts you on the feet and has some jujitsu in his back pocket that he never wants to use. He wants to get right to it. So I think if he shoots those takedowns on Echeverria, he's going to get stuffed. And that's going to give Echeveria more confidence in his striking. I don't think Philo has got, like, the counter striking to really make Echeveria pay. So I'm going to go with the dog here out the gate. I, I like Echeverria.
1: Whoa, look at this guy. Plus 170 out right out the gate. He's feeling his zones, aren't you, Dan?
0: Uh, I, yeah, which is a real <laughs> saying we found it
1: out. Uh, know. It's uh, a perfectly fine us, saying, as Malcolm would us, say, they always, when they call Malcolm on the M- MLB <laughs> podcast. And when they question him on his phrases, he says, that's a perfectly fine saying. It's true. It's,
0: it's, my, it's my favorite part of the MLB gambling podcast. Oh, yeah. If you guys don't watch that, first of all, you're running out of time because the the MLB season is winding down. But like, of all of the things I listen to on the SGPN network, which is literally everyone, I listen to every episode nonstop. It's all that plays in my house. Um, But of all of the things I listen to, uh, an episode, specifically an episode that's like, malcolm b b nick like feeds into malcolm shit so well and not that not doesn't too but like the way that yeah he he gets a little bit annoyed but the way that (laughs) b nick like feeds into this oh it's so good (laughs) it is
1: great yeah he he always amazes the young 21 year old american with his crazy phrases and whatnot so yes listen to that podcast definitely it's a, a must listen so all right gumby out of the gate swinging plus 170 um i'm gonna tell you about Should I should I tell you about more people? Mm, Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about more of our awesome sponsors. I'm gonna make you wait and see if Gumby picks another dog right away. No house advantage, no house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick 'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. So that means more everybody, quarter million or more. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times when 20 times your entry, if you hit all your picks that up to five player prop over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up with promo code SGPN at no house advantage or download the app to get your first deposit match up to 25 bucks. Make sure to check out no house advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefine it because it's not just how you play but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You also won't want to miss out on PromoGuy.us. It's the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. And who isn't interested in that? They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses for all the major sports books. Their bet tracker shows an average ROI of 25%, even better than Jeff and they've got a vip discord group that puts you even deeper plus ev and now analytics right at your fingertips that puts even deeper is what i was trying to say anyhow you get it i got to say we've been looking at the daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game they don't simply tell you what team is probable to win but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions if you you're not if you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, with PromoGuy.us, you get consistency and consistently gives you a profit. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a Fantasy League on there. I use it for mine as do the SGPN gang crew, if you will. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing the new Over-Under game. They have over unders integrated right into Fantasy, the first sports contest game built into the Fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via Over-Under itself, but you can also do so through your Fantasy League's matchup screen. For example, Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and he crapped the bad for you this week, as he did for Dan. And not only do you think you're going to win your fantasy matchup, which Dan is not because of Patrick Mahomes, but you also are confident that Mahomes is going to hit his over 250 passing yards line and you can bet on it but he went under that correct oh uh, i believe he went under that i,
0: I can't I, the, I can't quote you specifically on that but i was projected for a lot more than that
1: i was more testing if you were listening and still there because it sounds like i'm, he may st- have, I'm here you he may have been trying to sneak away and i would have been stuck doing this by myself
0: <laughs> i wouldn't let you do contender series on your own no
1: it's true this is your time to shine all right um I'm still doing Sleeper, guys. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under and Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a building group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play the new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at slash SGP sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of 200 bucks, promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right. Get cracking again. We're moving up in weight. People we are bulking up. Lightweights. Nurullo Aliab versus Josh <laughs> Wick. Nurulo Nurullo, You you like the pause I put there, right?
0: I just je- yeah,
1: just like I was like, like oh, mm-hmm. he's. It's gonna- not a hard name really. Nurullo. I, like, I was like he's gonna
0: say it, and I I just was waiting for you to start saying it, and then you paused, and that made all of my anticipation even better. Yeah, it's Nurullo, Nurullo,
1: Nurullo. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I wanted to swap swap some O's and U's, but none- nonetheless, Aliab versus Josh Wick. I'm not going to mess up Wick. Oh, the White Mamba. What a fantastic nickname for Josh Wick. <laughs> ah, come on. Do better, people. He's 12-5, and five, so he's actually done pretty good in the cage. Nickname aside, he's got three knockouts, seven submissions. He's never been finished in a fight. He has won two straight fights. He was a regional champ. He went 0-1 Bellator plus 380. The bookies do not like the nickname as well. Aliyev, 6-0, one knockout. He's not fought since September of last year. It's exactly to the day. I think it was September 18th, if I remember correctly, doing my research. September 18th, 2021 was his last fight. He's five years younger than Wick. He's got inch height on him, minus 500. Why is Aliyev so huge a favor here?
0: So a lot of reasons. But first of all, I'm going to give you a little quiz here. Uh, Do do you know uh, if there's another guy in the UFC whose nickname is Mamba? Yes. And if so, who is it?
1: It's not a white mamba.
0: It's not a white mamba, but nope. it is, there is another mamba. There
1: is mamba. Oh, uh, I'm going to kick myself when you tell me, but I can't remember, but yes, there is one. There is one. <laughs> give me 3 to choose from there.
0: Uh, what if I just give you a country of origin? Maybe. I what if I told you he's Australian?
1: Really? Uh, Australian. Oh um, no! Oh, it's not the Blood Diamond, obviously. No, it's, it's not Blood, Blood Diamond, because <laughs> that's that's a nickname. I don't Blood know, so. mom Blood Mamba. Blood Diamond. Mamba. I, yeah, I I know who it is, but I I can't I can't it's, come up with it. It's okay.
0: uh, it's Malcolm Jacob Malcolm. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Yes. He's the Mamba. So anyway, uh, th- let's get to Nerulo. And it's
1: leave, I take it, right? I'm saying Aliev, but it's leave, I'm sure.
0: It's it's Aliev. Uh, Aliyev. of course, that's Aliyev. what I said.
1: Aliyev Schreiber, like the actor.
0: Aliyev. It, it's, it's how you say it. Um, Real simple reason why he's such a large favorite here. And it, it's not even a knock on Josh Wick, but it's a stylistic thing. Because first of all, Aliyev, uh, and I don't know if you saw when they posted these fights uh, on last Tuesday... When they're like, here's the finalized card for week nine. Oh, first of all, Aliev was still fighting TBD. Um, so Josh Wick was like a late addition to this card. That's knock number one. Knock number two, Aliev, great, the two things he does phenomenally, great pressure, incredible wrestling. Like he is a really, truly good wrestler. And it's not even just like, oh, he's got a great double leg and he just double legs everybody. Or, oh, he's got really great trips and he trips everybody. It's he's got great double legs. He's got great trips. He's got great, um, you know, like chain wrestling. He's got great single legs. He's got great mat returns. He, like everything. He does it all well and he puts it all together well. And here's why he winds up being the massive favorite. And it's not just that Wick's taking this on short notice. It's that Wick loves jujitsu. He loves grappling. He loves trying to throw up an arm bar or a heel hook or whatever it is. He does grappling contests all the time and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, what happens in MMA for him is that he gets very comfortable being on the bottom and throwing up submission after submission after submission. In in the regional level MMA that he's fought, that's largely worked out for him. And it will be a terrible decision against a guy like Eliev, who's both safe, has great positioning, and will just make you pay for it. You have to try to get up against him, and he's just not going to. Aliev's going to win a decision here.
1: Oh, a decision. Okay. So it's going to be a boring fight is what you're saying. Yeah. I And the craziest
0: thing here, too, is, like, I hope Aliev does enough to, like, win yeah. over Dana White. Because if he doesn't, Dana White might possibly pass on the best guy on the show. Because Narulo Aliev is the best talent out of all 10 fighters fighting on the show.
1: Well, if they would employ you like people are people are petitioning uh, them to do Dan, you would be able to tell them this. I'd tell. Them. You say, "Bro, bro, this guy, this guy's a killer, bro." He, he's a style. And I'd get
0: some and I'd get some designer jeans and some nice shoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have to start lifting weights though, Dan. I'm not I don't think you're into lifting weights.
0: I do not. Nope. Yep. So I haven't lifted you, a weight in This is a true story. I haven't lifted a weight in 12 years.
1: Oh, jujitsu keeps you strong, right? Jiu-Jitsu,
0: yeah, playing old man baseball. That's those. The jiu- old man
1: baseball will yeah, it's good for your knees as well, I hear. So it's all up. right. Uh, as I said before, this is not an old man baseball podcast, but maybe it will be someday. Um what are we moving on to now? We going oh boy, we're going way up in weight. We're going to the dreaded regional scene heavyweights, which as Dan said, it's always a crapshoot. Austin Lane versus Ricard, Richard. He's Ricardi, I've seen also. I thought, or Ricardo. I Richard. believe
0: it's he I believe it's He Card. Oh that's yes, right He card oh, Jacobi oh did jacobi? I get a chance? I got a chance to tell you the the hard H. He card <laughs> he
1: card and it's you told me the Js or js so was he card Jacobi It would be better if it's he card jacobi that'd be much funner or Jacobi wouldn't that be funner
0: it it would be funner yes <laughs>
1: he card Jacobi he card Jacobi all right he he's not though and he's yeah, he's probably bigger than me, so I probably shouldn't be He's a chunky talking. guy. He's a chunky guy, so he's bigger than me. <laughs> and I am a wuss. All right. Um, who am I talking about first? Ye Jacoby. Give put some respect on his name. He's 6'0 and 1 with five knockouts. Six years younger than Lane, 12 pounds of weight on him based on their last weigh-ins. Plus 175. Lane, 11 and 3, 10 knockouts, one submission. So he's finished all of his opponents. Um three, he's been knocked out three times. So he's kill or be killed. He's never gone to the uh finish. So this is for sure, for sure. Yanni's taking the over in this fight, right?
0: <laughs> both over, guys finish, everybody. Over two and a, over two and a
1: half, <laughs> at, at least, or, or someone via via decision. Maybe he'll do both. Um, all right, Lane. He's won five straight. He was only on the contender series. Who did he fight the first time? I already forgot.
0: He he fought uh, Greg Hardy.
1: Oh yeah, that guy. Whatever happened to that guy?
0: I don't know. He's not around anymore. <laughs>
1: no, gosh, he seemed like a good dude. Uh, anyhow um he's b- 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 two inches taller than Jacoby, minus 205 so a brazilian heavyweight too uh, like brazilian uh regional seems kind of eh, suspect sometimes uh, the records you see and the people you see come out of it and now we got a heavyweight coming off of that scene so this has got to be a tough one
0: it's not a tough one i'm gonna take Jacoby, and i feel pretty what good yeah what? And, and here's here's why too so let, let's talk about austin lane for a second because like let's you're right he, he, he's doing, he, he's put together a pretty great resume in the grand scheme of things. But at the end of the day, I see two things being a big problem for Austin Lane in terms of his actual career. Not, not even in terms of just this fight. He he's bad at defending takedowns. He's not good off of his back. Uh, And he, he's like the type of guy who like, when you get a good takedown on him, he like tries to grab a Kimura rather than
1: oh, like, one of those guys. Like while walk
0: up, well, no, you know, when like a guy gets taken down and you're like, just wall walk and yep, get your ass yep, back yep. up. And instead, yep. he grabs a Kimura and just like thinks that's going to like roll over another enormous heavyweight that took <laughs> yeah. him down. And like the thing about Lane, too, is he doesn't have like the frame to do that kind of thing. He's six foot six with like this long, lanky frame, and he doesn't even fill out the full 265. He's like a two forty
1: kind of guy. Oh, he's not even chunky. We can't he, pick he, him. No, right? he's
0: real. He's really lanky. Um, and Jacoby, look, I I don't think he's like a world beater as far as heavyweights go. Like I said, he is an actual chunky guy, but he's six <laughs> four. He's a six four chunky guy. So he's like a big boy, and uh, you know, like my big issue with him is that he really sucks at finding range. If I'm being completely honest, like in most of the fights I've watched of him, like. Every punch he throws for like the first round seems like it comes up seven inches short of the his opponent's face. Um, which gives you a little pause against the guy who's six foot six, but he just hits so much harder than Lane. And I think if he really wanted to wrestle, I think he'd beat Lane. I don't know if he will, but like I think he would. Like Austin Lane fought you remember Juan Adams, who was in the yeah, UFC? Yeah. Juan Adams beat the shit out of Austin Lane. And he did so for three-plus rounds. And I was like, this this is incredible. This Austin Lane guy should not even be an LFA because that's how bad he looked in that fight. And then uh, Juan Adams came out for the fourth round because it was an LFA title fight, and he was exhausted. He had nothing left in the tank. So, like, Lane just picked him apart until he got, like, an exhaustion TKO. And so, like, Lane has put together wins based on, like, Stuff like that. And like, yeah, at the end of the day, that goes down as a finish. But if it was a three round fight on contender series, everybody would have remembered that Juan Adams beat the living hell out of him. And I just kind of think like Jacoby could use that game plan and just grind him out. But he also just like I think he hits harder. He's got like more pure knockout power. And I I think the way he strikes is a little bit sharper. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Jacoby here. I I think as far as a dog goes, he's the type of dog you're looking for
1: dogs in two out of three fights uh, i would say Gummy's going crazy but with his track record uh, who are we to question I had, I had two last week yep the gummy god works in mysterious ways as they say all right um second for last fight i guess you can call it a co-main event we're gonna we drop our way down to bantam weight so these guys are half the size of the chunky guys raul no, is he no, he's not Brazilian dang it Raul Rosas Jr. <laughs> I was, Roses, I Jr. was literally be, waiting
0: for you to call him Raul Hosis
1: <laughs> would be an amazing name no he this this is the kid this is the young kid this is the 17 year old that I'm going to tell you about here Raul Rosas Jr. versus Mando Gutierrez, who is not very old himself but he's going to be the old man in this fight um, Guitieras is El Toro which means the bull correct he's the bull Uh, seven and one with six submissions he's been submitted himself one time he's won three straight fights he's a regional champ used to fight up at bantamweight plus 140 is the number on him and then rosas jr el nino problema meaning the problem child yes and he is a child he's 17 years old ladies and gentlemen so he's not getting a contract correct dan no matter what happens here he's not getting a contract i i don't i don't know okay well I, uh, well let me finish him we'll, we'll find out what he thinks he's five and oh one knockout four submissions so he finishes every fight he's a pro grappler as well he's seven years younger than Gettier, so the 24 year old is the old man in this fight um three inches taller minus 140 now dan will tell us what he thinks
0: i, I i'd pick raul roses to beat bantam weights in the ufc right now yeah uh, i
1: know that doesn't mean he's going to get a contract though
0: you're right. It doesn't, but I will tell you, I would pick him to beat Bantam in the USC right now. And I'm obviously going to pick him to beat Mando Gutierrez. H- here's the thing about Gutierrez is that like, he-, he might be a little bit better of a striker in this fight. Um, but he comes out throwing really wildly. He likes to like rush out and comes out throwing wildly. Um, in this one flight that I watched him do that, he got stunned really badly because he kind of put himself out of position. Uh, in grappling positions, he gives up the position really terribly. Like he, he gives up bad positions all the time. He does a pretty good job defending them, but he does so with like really weird crap. Um, like, you know, when like guys have somebody's back and they like tripod up and then they try to do that like weird front roll that like spikes people on their head and it like never actually works. And they wind up just getting rear naked choked. He would yep. did that against like a bunch of like terrible guys at jujitsu Um, and and it sort of worked and kept him alive and then he'd come back and win. But Raul Rosas Jr., who, like I said, is a worse striker than Mando Gutierrez, just so much good jujitsu. Like the dude is so good on the mat and like so instinctive in like the way he attacks submissions. Like he, he knows the right angles and I think his wrestling is, is better than than most think it does. Like I've heard a couple of people try to break down Rosas and said like, ah, his wrestling needs work. The major thing I think his wrestling needs work is he just like needs to take less shots from really far away. Like sometimes he just like shoots from a little bit too far out and has to work more for his takedowns. But I think at the end of the day, he's still going to get Gutierrez with those at the end of the, uh, you know, like he's going to chain stuff together until he gets Gutierrez down and I think the subs are good enough to get him. So I, I think his sub skills are for real. Granted, he has fought bad competition. I will give people the quick warning. If you're out there thinking about picking Raul Rosas and like, you know, dropping a big fat number on him, like the best guy he fought was two and O, oh, but man, like he's been at like some really good grappling competitions and done well in them. He's finishing everybody with a submission, except for one guy who he TKO'd like He's got the skills. I think he gets Mando Gutierrez down, and he gets it done.
1: Dropping a big, fat number on him does not sound nice, Dan. Dropping a big, fat number. (laughs) You say things (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) You say things sometimes. uh, You know how some
0: of those uh, those big, famous podcasts out there have uh, out-of-context versions of their podcasts, and and people just quote them out? One of my favorite uh, comedy podcasts, which – I feel like it's not bad to shout out a comedy podcast. I feel like yeah. uh all all fantasy everything is uh one of my go-to for comedy. Um they have an out of context all fantasy everything Twitter account where they just drop quotes that people said and like I feel like you you'd do a pretty good job of that if you, you just picked out funny things I say.
1: There you go. There you go. Um, all right. So what? Maybe a, a... Like there's no way they're they're not going to sign a 17 year old because I'm sure there's like legal issues with that, right? And, I mean his dad going to be all over them.
0: I would say this is somebody who interviewed him. His dad wants him to be in the UFC two years ago. Like <laughs> his dad would have liked him to be in the UFC at 15. His dad, I don't know if you know this, was a pro MMA fighter. He went one in five as a pro, uh, and immediately got his two kids doing MMA. He's the, the, Raul Roses Jr has been training, like, MMA, full contact MMA, since he was, like, five years old. Like, that, he's got 12 years of full contact MMA practice under his belt, which is crazy to say. And he decided he was going to turn pro at 13. Like, this guy has lived and breathed MMA his whole life.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't really matter what he thinks, what he wants, or what his dad wants is what Dana White wants. So uh, I'm, but saying I'm, I'm saying the, like, hurdle, we'll, we'll the contract hurdle. Contract.
0: The contract hurdle is a real hurdle. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay, that's true. All right, but I'll be like, oh, we'll give you. A, I'm not looking for 17 year olds. So who knows? It, 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 he's a hard guy to predict. That's for sure. Um, he being Mr. Uh, Dana White, Mr. Haina Height. All right. Uh, before we get to the <laughs> get to the main event, run your pool. Introducing RYP VIP. As, what, oh wait a second wait a second where is it here it is RIP, <laughs> VIP. You, you know what happened uh, the bosses are updating the ad, ad reads again in the middle of us doing our podcast. Our so anyhow I will soldier on I have not told you about run your pool yet RIP VIP a brand new subscription service from run your pool helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools entry to exclusive weeks one and two pools with guaranteed five thousand other payouts as well as our season-long pool with a guaranteed $100,000 payout, get access to exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks, premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools, and exclusive swag. Top line here is that if you're a serious sports fan, use code SGPNVIP at RunYourPool.com/VIP and get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at Run Your Pool dot com slash vip there's a lot of p's in there all right i'm going to go through and make sure i didn't i told you about all the lovely people who are helping us keep the lights on and yes we are good we are good to roll on to the main event it is the middleweights. is it a good main event dan uh ish (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay. He, he can't give me an answer, so we're gonna. I'm gonna go through with the breakdown, and then we'll find out why he's being wishy washy. Leon Aliu um, versus Bruno Fiera. Fiera. Um Aliu and Fiera middleweights. I'm gonna tell you about Aliu first. Ten and one, six knockouts, four submissions. So he's finished everybody, and he's never been finished himself. Two and zero. Oh, he's won two straight, both via knockout. He was a regional champ. He's got two inches the height on Fiera. Fiera. Plus 190. The Hulk Fiera. 8 and 0. 5 knockouts. 3 submissions. So he's a finisher as well. This is another one that Yanni's gonna want to go the the distance for sure. He also is a regional champ or was three years younger than Aliu, minus 220. Go.
0: Yeah, this this is the head all day. Okay. Um and I don't mean to be mean about Aliu, because I interviewed him, Liked the guy a lot. Um, but at the end of the day, like if you watch Aliu and, and he's coming off of a great win. Uh, like, and not just a good one, like a great win. He beat James Webb over in cage warriors. Um, look, look phenomenal in doing it. But the thing about a is like, if you watch his striking, it, it, uh, first of all, a lot of unnecessary movement, particularly with his hands, like he's trying to like misdirect you. And it's a lot of like wasted energy. And he's also very clearly just trying to like get the other person to strike. And then he follows that up with. His punches seem like they use too much arm. Do you know what I mean by that? Like yep. w- once in a while you see a guy who throws like really arm punches and like, they're kind of like clubbing blows and a middleweight. That's first of all, not what you want in the first place, but like, it, it's especially bla- bad in like against a middleweight, like Bruno Fajeda, who, first of all, if you throw like bad punches, he just covers up, which is really smart. Um, and he's like, he has a good management. Like he's bouncing on his feet and moves a lot, but like in a more meaningful way than a Liu does. And he's just looking for an opening for a big double leg takedown. Uh, Bruno Fajeda has a very nice double leg takedown. I've seen a couple of uh, his takedowns, not just like hitting the double, but he hits the double with like the hip movement in it as well, where he like pulls the hips out of the way and lands in side control um, and that's where he's got a whole bunch of finishes. He's he's finishing fights in the first and the second round. Typically, I, I think uh, while I like a Liu and I, I like some of the things he does, just like some of those holes in the striking and the fact that he's like only mostly looking for counters. I think he's just going to get backed up against the cage. You're going to see Fajada hit some of those big takedowns. And uh, I think he's going to get the finish early.
1: All right. There we go. It sounds like a contract for him as well. Right.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's in, in, in
1: contracts this week, except for maybe the boring fight,
0: right? I I think, it, no. In, And the craziest thing is that, like, the guy who I'm the most worried about getting a contract is the dude who deserves one more than anything. Like, right. Narulu Aliyev, it, they'll make a massive mistake here if they don't sign Narulu Aliyev.
1: Yep. Well, hopefully you're listening. I'm sure they are. Everyone listens to us. All right. We're going to have lots of fun. Watching and discussing it in the Discord. If you want to hop in, hop in. Have fun with us. Um, follow us on Twitter. You can you can talk to us there as well. SGP and MMA. I'm Jeff Fox. Writer. He's Gumby Vreeland. Read all our stuff. sportsgamingpodcast.com. You can read my MMA only stuff at MoneyMMA.substack.com. No UFC event this week means no pick'em contest, but I will still be pumping out the content there for you. Um, top Turtle MMA podcast, as Dan mentioned, usually drops what Wednesday night, Thursday morning. We're we're
0: probably gonna drop uh I, I think Tuesday this week, if Whoa, I'm not mistaken. Fantastic. And uh good interviews coming to you from a actually I can I can share them because I've already booked them. So we got an okay. Invicta interview for you with Hannah nice. Guy. Um Hannah Guy was coming off of the Ultimate Fighter. She shares like some pretty interesting stuff about her like really bad social anxiety and some like positive messages for people coming over overcoming that. And Excellent. then uh, we also talked to shameless Don Shainis, who is going to be making his UFC debut fighting on two weeks notice against Sadiq Youssef, uh, which is just an insane thing to say. Uh, but he's yeah. a mass he's a fellow asshole. Uh, so you got to
1: love it. Oh, him. God. Oh, God. All right. You're going to love it. So, OK, um, he's promises you that you're going to love it. Hopefully you love this episode as we bet you for uh, nothing else we need to tell him. Right. We're, we're good to go.
0: I think you got it all.
1: All right. When, let me see. We'll be back on Wednesday. We're going to talk about contender series. How about we, we can wrap up contender series? We can hype up some events that are going to, coming up this week, and there's plenty of action, even with no UFC. Thursday, we will do the same. If you have any questions you'd like answered or topics you'd like us to cover, um, either of those shows, let us know um, in Discord or in the Twitter, and then... We'll be back Sunday with fun and we'll be back Monday with uh, Sunday night with fun. It's it's just nonstop fun. One more week of contender series. This is the second last week coming up. So get your bets in, get in the discard, have some fun with us. Uh, I'm going to let Gummy take us home this time.
0: I'm David Gumby Freeland. He's El Nino Problema, Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Wednesday.